0: Hey guys, this is a special bonus episode of the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast, where we talk about Halloween kills. This is not in replacement of next week's episode, this is just a supplemental episode. Um, there are some spoilers towards the end, but we do announce that ahead of time. So, I hope you guys enjoy, and we'll see you next week. Hello? Hey, Justin. Hey, Joe,
1: what's going on, man?
0: Alright, so... We uh, <laughs> we just watched Halloween Kills, not together apart. Right, yeah. Um, and uh, we haven't said a word, literally a word about it. Nope, nothing. So, Absolutely nothing. Alright, <laughs> so I definitely want to talk about the movie uh, with some spoilers towards the end, although I don't think there's really a lot of spoilers in this movie. I feel... Uh,
1: there's, a, there's, there's a few. There's a, there's few, a few.
0: There's a few. You got, like, the opening and the ending, I feel like, are your major spoilers, and a couple small things in the middle, but a lot of this stuff was shown in the trailers. Um,
1: uh, Yeah, it was.
0: And the plot was basically shown in the trailer. Um yes. You know, we'll talk about that more towards the end, um, but just first impressions, because I literally have not even gotten a text <laughs> or sent a text about this. What did you think of Halloween Kills?
1: Um, okay, I'm going to say this much. I was not disappointed, because to say I was disappointed would mean that I had any hopes for this movie. Right. This movie was exactly what I thought it was going to be. Uh, I wanted, Okay, so I want to say... Did you like it? I was frustrated by it.
0: Okay, all right. <laughs> I was frustrated I by
1: it. Um, it was it was not better than 2018. In fact, it was not even as good as 2018. Really? Okay. I did not think so, no. Okay. I thought that this movie had very brief moments of greatness. Sure. We're just like, oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, oh, oh, no.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, no, okay. So that's, yeah, I did not, I, like, I did not, I enjoyed it as I was watching it, and then after the fact, I was like, eh, if that makes any sense. It does.
0: I think I, I think I probably liked it a little bit better than you did. Um, okay. I did think this was actually better than the last one. Really? Yeah, I did. I did. And, I, and I'll get into why, too. Um, I didn't think it was a great movie. Um, it definitely wasn't a bad movie at all.
1: No, I didn't think it was bad. No,
0: it's good. And, and like you, I feel like a little frustrated with it because there are a lot of great moments in it, just like the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a couple more great moments in this one than the first one. But it's a mess, you know? It's a mess. Oh, God, yeah. Just like the first one. And the thing that really grated on me more than anything was the dialogue, you know? And uh, I feel like for these guys, these, these writers, who are predominantly comedy writers, and dialogue is their thing. I mean, that's how they... That's their hooks. I was kind of surprised with how terrible the dialogue was, and like, dude, I just—if I had to fucking hear, "It dies tonight, oh evil dies God. tonight," in the in like, a teary-eyed speech from some random guy in a bar or street corner, I just like, I fucking was like, enough. I like literally rolled my eyes. I think I audibly like said to myself, "Like enough already." Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. The, like the fifth or fucking twentieth time I heard that speech. It was just yeah. too much. The dialogue lost me.
1: <laughs> What a, what an odd choice to throw all your eggs into, you know? It's like, <laughs> yeah, that's that's what we're going with.
0: Yeah that 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 was one of the things that like really bothered me. But there wasn't a whole lot else that I had to complain about besides that. Um, there's some sloppy stuff in there. I feel like some scenes could have been should have been a lot better. Um, but overall, I actually thought it was pretty good. Um, and and I'll tell you why I liked it. It didn't really, like, further... This might be why maybe you didn't like it as much as I did. The movie doesn't really go into the story. It's just a bunch of kills. Yeah. It's just a bunch of kills on Halloween night. And to me, that was very reminiscent of the original. This guy walking around a neighborhood, killing people in their homes or whatever. And and that was the movie. And and, and that's pretty much what this was. That It didn't further the story. Um... It was a little odd because it's a middle act, obviously. We all know that there's yeah. a there's a third one. They've they've made that very clear at this point. Um they didn't right. make that clear in the first one, I don't think, but it's very clear now that this is a trilogy and there's gonna be another part. And 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 it lacked in terms of like having any finality. It just mm-hmm. felt like a middle act. It didn't really feel like a movie so much, as like more of like a really good fan film.
1: Um in
0: parts, I felt, because like it was just a bunch of kills.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, no, I get that. It, 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 you're absolutely right. But the th- that's not what bothered me about it. Like I, I didn't need a preponderance of exposition or backstory or anything because we know the backstory already because we saw the first fucking movie. Right. Um, and then we were shown, actually, that's one of the things that I liked about this movie. Wait, we're not getting into spoilers yet, so I'm not going to talk about it. Um, but no, like, I didn't need backstory. I didn't need... What I did need was just a little bit more than... I understand that. A, ...a collection of yeah. scenes thrown together.
0: No, I, I, I definitely can understand that, 100%. It's almost... <laughs> you know what, maybe? It's almost like I was like, I'm okay with that because I didn't think they could really pull off a better story. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, just right. stick to that then because this is fine. You know, like I like nervously, like eh, don't go, don't go too much into this, like because the last movie with the doctor that took him out of the hospital and Oh, yeah, that was stupid. You know, like uh, all these other like plot devices, there was no real character development at all. Very very, no, no. very little. No. Um, well, for for maybe one character, there was a little bit more character development. Um, we'll get into that in the spoilers. But all in all, um, we already know who these people are, so we just jumped into you know. The, the same night, basically. Um, it yeah. It's placed immediately after the last one ends. Right. And, you know, the characters that we do get that are new are actually all old characters. Right, yes. You know, um, who came back or whatever in one form or the other. and
1: uh, Most of which were played by the original actors as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. There wasn't really a lot of story going on except for them just basically hunting him down. I mean, b- briefly, we could just talk about, like, the story of the movie, which there isn't mm-hmm. much of one. Um, and you can get all this from the trailer, honestly. So... It's, it's basically, it's, it takes place immediately after uh, Michael escapes from Laurie's home. Um, obviously, it's shown in the opening scenes, like this firefighter uh, sequence that people are up and out right. about, too. Um,
1: which, I was, which was actually really well done, by the way.
0: Yes. I definitely want to talk about that uh, first, actually. But um, the movie basically starts off with him escaping from Laurie's home. Laurie and all the other victims that survived are in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And all uh, Halloween too. All la uh, Halloween too. Yeah, and um, the the residents of Haddonfield find out that this had happened uh, from the news. A whole bunch of townsfolk get together with pitchforks and torches and basically hunt this guy down. Right. Um, and that's the movie. Yep. Yeah. And and, yeah. and honestly, there really isn't else to it. It's a pretty simple movie. You know, mm-hmm. it's just him walking around killing people and them hunting him down. That's it. Yeah. Um, so in that respect they pulled it off for me right could it have been more yeah did it need to be eh, I don't know like it's just a middle act I don't I don't know how much they're gonna do with this I mean we have okay. a, a th- we're gonna have a fucking uh, six hour like Halloween story all in one night
1: right uh, you, I mean you say you know what more could they really do with it it's a middle act The Empire Strikes Back was a middle act <laughs>
0: All right, you got me. Don't,
1: don't fucking talk to me about middle acts. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, you got a really, really great point. <laughs> but this was never going to be The Empire Strikes Back. Like, fucking never, never, never.
1: <laughs> you, no, you're right. It was never going to be The Empire Strikes Back, but I don't know, like, not for nothing, but that kind of is the gold standard for second chapters and trilogies. It's, it's The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. You know, and most... Most directors who decide that they're going to, you know, uh, make a trilogy of movies, almost every single one of them, or at least the the modern ones, refer to Empire Strikes Back when they talk about their second chapter. Sure. Because that's that's kind of what you look at and say, okay, that's how you do it right. Yeah. Now, granted, they they you know they left this movie off on a cliffhanger. Big one. I think I think yeah, a huge yeah. one, which I think we all kind of knew was going to happen. Yeah. Enough of this um, movie
0: was basically told to us through the trailer. Right. Or through
1: articles, you know? I'll tell you what I didn't expect, though. Um, this is not Laurie's movie. No, it's not. This is not Laurie's movie. In fact, she's not in it that much.
0: No, she wasn't. And, and we talked about the first one uh, recently, obviously, for the first podcast. And both talked about how she was the absolute best part of that movie. Um, yep. and, 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 and still wasn't utilized that much. Right. She's not utilized much in this movie at all. Um,
1: and I, so, I, I don't think she's the best part of this movie, by the way. She's
0: not. I'm going to say what I think the best part of this movie was. Well, I'm sorry. I'm going to say who I think the best character in this movie was. Okay. And I'm pretty sure that you're going to feel the exact same way, knowing you as well as I know you.
1: I, I, I know who I think it is.
0: Judy Greer. Well, yeah. She was. Great. It's Karen. She was great
1: it's Karen she Karen's fucking the best great. I loved her in the first one too I did I, too I thought she was, she was great yeah
0: she was great uh, for the small uh, moments she had in, in the movie because it really focused on the, the, the granddaughter yes. her daughter Allison
1: who, who, who kind of got sidelined a little bit in this movie too right? it's Allison Allison yeah yeah um, she didn't have no that huge a role in this one um Karen had a beefed up role in this.
0: Yeah, she took. She basically took the lead,
1: more or less. Yeah, the movie kind of begins and ends with her. Well, not begins, but you know, she we follow her pretty closely. Um, and you're right. I, I think she absolutely was the best character in the movie. And I, I and you know, it's funny though. I I had a feeling that that was going to be the case going into it. Did you? I didn't
0: really think much of
1: that at all. I I did because I did like her so much in the first one. I had a feeling she was going to get an expanded role in this one.
0: Yeah. She was like um, the voice of reasoning in the, in this movie. and
1: She was, yes.
0: And, and almost like every time there's something ridiculous in the movie that, that was happening and, and I'm sitting there and be like, this is ridiculous. Like, she would say it too. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, thank you, you know. Like so <laughs> thank you, movie. <laughs> yeah, she definitely was um, in this very chaotic film. Oh, my God. Very chaotic.
1: I will say this. There are too many characters in this movie. Yeah. There are way too many characters in this movie. This, I, and listen, I understand what they were going for. This is not any one person's movie. This was not Laurie's story. This was not Karen's story. This wasn't even Michael's story. This was the town of Haddonfield's story.
0: Yes. It, it, it says a lot about um, panic mob mentalities. And yes. like what that causes. And I don't fucking know when this was written. But I know that this was supposed to come out a while ago and it was pushed back because of the pandemic, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well they kinda nailed like that atmosphere, <laughs> which is yeah. I don't know if they went and like reshot or um not reshot, but I don't know if they went in there and like reworked it a little bit or whatever the case may be. Um, but there was a lot of that in here that made me think about like this is kinda what's going on right now. Like panic, good intentions turn completely horribly wrong. Yeah. You know, and, and there's like a big scene that that shows that too in the hospital. Um, with something I horrible, talk about that. something I horrible really, happens.
1: I really want to talk about that scene.
0: Yeah, I do too. I do too. Um, we'll get to that. Um, going, uh, going from the beginning of it, um, and again, these aren't really spoilers. This is just stuff from the trailer. Uh, Michael escapes the burning house uh, by rescue of firefighters. And right. uh, you know, I saw this scene in the trailer, and like we, I talked about it with you, and I was just like, it's such an eye rolling, stupid thing. You know, I'm just like, really? Like, we're like kung fu firefighters. Like, There's like a fight scene with a bunch of firefighters and tools in the beginning. It just it looked ridiculous to me. Um, it sounded ridiculous to me. And it was a fucking petition that people had put together to have it right. taken down because they thought it was offensive, which is also stupid. I mean, like, it's a little much. So, but but you know what? Seeing it actually in the movie... It really wasn't, like... That's
1: uh, not what it was! Yeah,
0: yeah. It, it wasn't that, it wasn't, like, it, it wasn't as over-the-top as I thought it was going to be.
1: No, this, the, the, just the trailer ha- had edited it weird yes. to make it feel, uh, I guess, more bombastic than it actually was. Yeah. Um, it was pretty quick. Um, it was
0: basically as quick as a trailer, it was just edited in a different way. Yeah,
1: yeah. But <laughs> basically... Um, like I said it was uh, it was well done it was a, it was actually a really good scene it was one of my favorite scenes in the movie it was scary
0: like when it was yeah, yeah like when the first firefighter goes down when there, he
1: felt when, yeah, when he falls through the floor
0: and I'm like well like he's been burning in there for a while but he was basically hiding in like a shed or a closet or whatever so when he yeah. like is revealed it's it's little it's a little scary and uh, I thought that was actually a pretty decent scene it worked. It was, I thought yeah. I was gonna. I, I thought I was gonna fucking hate it. I was like, "This is how the movie's gonna open." It's not how the movie opens. <laughs> we'll talk about that. <laughs> oh no. We'll talk about that later. But um, but I thought this is how the movie's gonna open. This is so fucking dumb. But it wasn't how it opened. It, it, it and it wasn't that dumb. It was actually pretty well done. So from that scene, we go right into uh, this bar where everybody is hanging out in the town, uh-huh. and on the news, you know, they're told what happens. Uh, so this is basically when, like, the rest of the town finds out what happened, like, in the last, like, couple hours or whatever. Right. You know, it's uh, it's the original characters, some of them by well, the original actors.
1: Yeah, I, I actually want to go back a little bit, though, for, hey, well. uh, with that scene specifically. That's actually a couple of, two different scenes. You have the initial bar scene where we're introduced to the characters...
0: Like to oh, the original
1: surviving characters, like
0: a comic con panel,
1: <laughs> like a comic, like a comic con panel. That's yeah. what it felt like. Yeah, um, but honestly, though, I th- thought that scene w- was well done. I really liked that scene. It's one of the things that worked for me in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, like as as kind of odd and out of place as maybe it seemed, I don't know. It just like I, I think it's Anthony Michael Hall specifically who kind of. Did it for me.
0: Oh, you liked his character.
1: I well, I liked him as the character. I like. I don't. I wasn't crazy about Tommy Doyle as a character, but I thought he did a very good job as that character. Like the character was who he was supposed to be. You know what I mean? I, I look. I mean, it's up to his interpretation whether you're supposed to like Tommy or not in this movie.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. There are moments where I. I feel like there are moments where he is kind of redeemed. From the beginning where he kind of comes off as a bit much.
0: Well, that's... Yeah, he's, he's, he's a lot. He's a lot.
1: For a lot of the movie, he is.
0: He's over the but top. But yeah.
1: yeah. But I feel like after that hospital scene that we're going to talk about later... Yeah. He tones it down significantly. Sure.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, because he's like the... He becomes like the cause of a lot of problems when he's trying to be the solution
1: right yeah. right which i mean that that was kind of the point of his character and like i said i felt like anthony michael Hole nailed it
0: okay yeah i guess i guess in that respect you're, you're you're kind of making me look at it a little bit differently now yeah
1: i, I think i, I think that. just his performance was just very very well done he was just good in the movie yeah as that character yeah but he
0: but he was like the like the proprietor of a lot of that shitty dialogue i'm talking about you know, like a lot of that stuff came out of his mouth. Oh,
1: that's, oh yeah, oh yeah. That's Absolutely. why I'm
0: like, I'm not... I so over the top. If you're talking about like the way he's um, portraying the character, I'm like, eh. But if you like talking about what he did for the movie, then yeah, like I, I guess that that it worked a lot.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I worked thought, well. because listen, he's not responsible. Anthony Michael Hall is not responsible for the Tommy Doyle dialogue. Uh,
0: I understand, <laughs> but, he, but he, but he, but he did. He did act out the character. You know what I mean? I just like I thought it was like over the he...
1: top. Did and I thought he acted it out exactly the way that he needed to be acted out. I'm not saying I like Tommy in this movie. I thought he was a fucking jackass. Right. But that was kind of the point of the character. He was the he was basically the face of the town. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: So, you know, we, we get we get this whole uh bar scene and then it's, you know, they basically form a mob and they decide to hunt down Michael Myers. Um they start, you know, going from like you know, street to street, store to store, house to house, telling people what's going on, either recruiting them or telling them to stay inside, whatever the case may be. Right. And it's this big witch hunt. Um, and and we, we intercut between that and the hospital with uh, Lori, Karen, and Allison basically dealing with what just happened, finding mm-hmm. out that he's still alive, and dealing right. with that. And um, Allison's boyfriend is like part of this like angry mob, and uh, she goes because... with... Yeah, because... His father. Right. We find out his, his father was Lonnie.
1: His father was Lonnie. That's right. Yeah.
0: now Not played by the same actor, but no. uh, the same character. They all go out and start looking for uh, Michael Myers. And now, you know, Lori, uh, she's basically in the hospital the entire time. Uh, yeah, she,
1: no- she never leaves the hospital. She never, the never
0: leaves the hospital. hospital. So what we really get is like, you know, her giving us some, you know, uh, dialogue about things. That are happening or happened. That's all we get from her in this movie.
1: Or that she thinks is going to happen. Because Laurie is convinced that Michael is coming to the hospital to get her. Right, right.
0: And then basically, you know, from this point on to the end of the movie, the end scene, is just Michael going around and killing people in the neighborhood while being hunted. Right. You know, being almost caught, getting away, whatever. And, And that's kind of what I liked about the movie. That is a major part of the movie. And it worked for me, because I did like the atmosphere. I did like the look of it. I <laughs> thought it was a lot darker.
1: Yes, I was going to bring that up, too. Um, you know,
0: they got the atmosphere of Halloween right. They got the, the, the tone is a lot better in this.
1: And I still felt like it was kind of tonally all over the place.
0: The kills in this movie, that's a big part of the movie, is just Michael going around killing people, are pretty brutal. And I didn't really love that in the first one. And they do show uh, a flashback of something that we hadn't seen before. We'll talk about that later, where Michael is killing a la Halloween 1. It's not like this over-the-top kill. So it's almost like now we're really getting kind of what you said in the last um, thing. It's like, he's just been locked up for so long. He's back out. He's different. He's just more brutal than he was, and you were okay with that. I didn't feel that way in the first one. I felt that way now. Okay. Because the kills were pretty gory.
1: They were. You know what's something I noticed about the kills in this movie? There is a lot of neck stabbing. Yeah. There's. It's almost exclusively neck stabbing.
0: Yeah, and there's one stabbing that really kind of made me gasp where someone gets it in the fucking eyeball.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. That was like, yeah, oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. And then there's somewhere he's just like, just this sick little kid where he's just stabbing people with knives like
1: multiple knives just putting putting a whole
0: bunch of knives in them just to do it like it's yeah it it was brutal and a little over the top but it did work more than it did in the first one for me anyway or maybe i'm just used to it now or i just sort of got what they're going with which is what you kind of felt in the other one but all in all i like the kills can i say something about the kills um sure (laughs) okay uh So, I want to say something about these kills that that kind of struck me to be a little odd. Um, Most of his kills are, well, we have him kill an interracial couple. Yeah. A gay couple.
1: Yeah. Just all the
0: couples. All the couples. Right. What are you trying to say about those people? (laughs) Do you not think (laughs) they belong together? (laughs) What are you saying, movie? Why is he only going after fucking, you know, (laughs) a black couple... (laughs) An interracial couple and a gay couple; those are his like main kills. I'm just like, movie. What are you saying to me right now?
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this movie is so not woke. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Michael is very not woke. That's the worst part about Michael. He's a, uh, he's, he's just a racist um, <laughs> he's a, he's and a, a bigot. And a bigot, yeah. Well, the,
1: Michael Myers is the Archie Bunker of serial killers.
0: <laughs> um. But the kills worked and the gore was great. Um, another thing that I loved in this movie that worked real well and I loved in the first one, I thought it was even better in this one. The fucking music.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. The music was act, was definitely better in this one. Yeah. The
0: music was fucking great in this movie.
1: Wait. Wait. Speaking of which, can we talk about the uh, the opening credits real quick?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love those, too. I love the first opening credits. I love these were great.
1: Yeah, these were these were really good, and I like uh, how this, the the Halloween theme was a little more understated during these opening credits. Yeah, it was it was like a quieter version of the theme, and I liked that a lot. It was mm-hmm. uh, it was a nice uh, nice arrangement. Yeah,
0: no, it was good. The yeah, opening credits were great. I mean, I like the the, ro- the rotating pumpkins and the flaming pumpkin kind of burning. Um, yeah, again, they, they they kind of like sum up a little bit of what this movie is standing for in the opening credits like they did in the first one. So that was cool.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, I don't really need as much else to talk about story-wise uh, until we get into spoilers, but that's basically like the gist of this movie. And if that's yeah. what you're looking forward to seeing, then you'll be, I think, happy with the movie. You know, if you it, it definitely felt more in tone with the original movie than the last one did. To me. And the reason is because it had that gritty look to it. There's also a lot of flashbacks to the original movie in here.
1: That's Yeah, there are. Yeah. You know? um, not not really to specific... Well, in some cases, to specific events that actually did happen in the movie. But it, a lot of it... A lot of the flashbacks are actually from what happens immediately after... After the first movie.
0: That's something that we never thought about, really, or never talked about, at least. is that like, We didn't okay, talk
1: about it, but trust me, I thought about you, it.
0: Did you? Yeah, I never talked about it with you. I never thought about it, either, because I'm like, okay, well, Halloween 2 doesn't exist in this universe, so how did he get caught? I didn't really ever think about that. Right. This movie does explain that in the opening, which we'll talk I about actually, later.
1: I was I was actually talking to a friend of mine yesterday during the day about it, um, and I was like, yeah, if you think about it, since Halloween 2 doesn't exist anymore, and 2018 kind of opens up with him just having been locked up for 40 years. At what point did they catch him?
0: Right. Yeah. I never really thought about that, honestly. I mean, maybe when the first one came out, I thought about it a little bit, but uh, not not like enough to uh, not like, enough. Because when I saw the opening, I'm like, oh shit! I didn't really think about this. You know? Um, right. I knew exactly no, what they were doing. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. No. That, but that was something that kind of bothered me every time I watched 2018 because was like. Like it just it just brought it up into my mind again. Like I forget about it afterwards, but then when I watch the movie, I'm like, "Oh yeah, how did this happen? Right? When did this happen?"
0: Yeah, yeah, and and, and uh, I'm I'm glad they resolved that. You know, like I said, I, I think they got a lot right with it because they brought they they brought uh, they brought it a little bit closer to the original movie for me, uh, with just focusing on just a guy walking around a quiet neighborhood with a creepy mask, killing a bunch of people on Halloween. It looked like Halloween. It had the feel of Halloween. Night, I'm talking about, not the actual movie. I'm just saying it had the feel and atmosphere no, I, I know. of Halloween. Like, you know, like the look, like the, you know, like the, the leaves and the decorations and like it just, I and that's kind of why I watch Halloween movies in the first place is mm-hmm. Even if they're not great, they have that atmosphere. And, and that's what I enjoy about them, if nothing else. you know, And some of them, it's like all I enjoy about it. Um, right. <laughs> but um, so that that did work for me. In that aspect, I did like this one a little bit better than the last one. I, I did like the aspect of the mob. I thought that was well done, especially because it... And they basically just say this in the movie. They didn't have to. Again, I feel like the audience is smart enough to pick up on this. Like tr- they, they were trying to do the right thing. And they wound up basically causing causing more problems, causing more problems. And like, it's just that, like I said before, like, you know, that the best, these are the best intentions, but like, it just went horribly wrong. And, and that's, it says a lot about things that are going on right now. We talked about that recently with, uh, Midnight Mass. Um, and then I, I really like that part of the movie. Like, I like that aspect of the movie a lot. Um, I thought they got that right again, a lot of like sloppiness in the movie, especially with the dialogue and and all, in all. But like that part was pretty good. There's something that there's something that um... this movie made me think about. All right, and um, it's something and I don't want. I don't want to get like too dark on this podcast, but like it, it reminded me of something that happened as a kid here in Staten Island, where we're from. Um. This reminded me of a real-life serial killer that we had here that was caught around the time we were kids. Okay, did you watch Cropsey?
1: Oh, yes, yes. Okay, yeah.
0: So Andre Rand was the serial killer in Staten Island, basically. Well, he was suspected to have kidnapped and killed at least, like, five people. Um, I know that confirmed some. When I, and this happened basically not only in Staten Island where we're from, but the actual neighborhood we're from. In Westerly? Yeah. So I remember as a kid, um, the, the last person that he had killed uh, was this little girl, Jennifer. She used to hang out outside the Westerly Deli. So when I was a kid and I would go there with my mom and my father, um, I would see her. Now, she had Down syndrome. As a six-year-old kid, because that's how old I was at the time, I didn't understand what that was. I just thought right. that she like was strange my parents would right. explain to me, like, as best they could to a six-year-old, like, well, she has, like, you know, she was born this way and this is what it is. It wasn't, right. like, a friend of mine, but I remember her. I always, always remembered her. And then I remember my parents telling me, hey, remember that little girl? Well, someone kidnapped her. And, like, the whole neighborhood was looking for this girl for days. And then they right. found the body. And then they basically knew who it was. And there was, like, this big witch hunt for this guy. And I remember, like, my father going out every night with all the people from the neighborhood, the guys from the neighborhood, getting in cars, getting in trucks and driving around, either looking for her body or, after they found it, looking for him, you know? And I thought about that a lot while I was watching this movie, and it brought me back to that time. So I kind of, like, saw this movie and felt that mob mentality a little bit, because I remember, like, feeling that as a child, like, sitting home with my mother... Like, what's, what's my dad doing? Like, what are the people in the neighborhood doing? Like, what's going to happen, you know? Um, and being kind of creeped out, you know, because this girl was also right. around my age, I believe. And then remember, remember when they caught him, watching him on TV, and he was, like, a monster, you know? Just, like, being dragged out of the, the precinct, drooling all over himself. I never forgot that stuff, you know? Right. So, like, there was aspects about this movie that made me think about that a lot. And I guess maybe part of that was the draw to me where, like, I felt a little bit more of a connection with some of the things that happened in this movie. Obviously, the movie was way over the top, but I remember having those feelings of, like, this mob looking for a person. Right. You know, a body and then a a monster. Right. You know, I remember people going out looking for a monster.
1: Once you brought up it was like, oh, okay, yeah, I remember that guy. Uh, I wasn't living in San Paulo at the time. I was living in Brooklyn. Oh, okay, okay.
0: You want to get to spoilers now?
1: Yeah, yeah. Let's do it.
0: Okay, so let's talk about the opening scene. Yeah.
1: Um, okay. So we open with. I loved
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> I just that's.
1: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! No, the the, the opening was fantastic.
0: <laughs> I fucking loved it. I honestly had like, like I had my like uh, I was like slack-jawed. Like I was like, holy shit! Like by the time it was over.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
0: Scene, and I'm like, man, is this gonna be a really good movie? It wasn't a really good movie. It was a, it was a, it was a pretty good movie. But I was just like, again, man, they, they just, it was like the first one. They nailed something so well. Like the first movie, they nailed that part with the babysitter. Yeah. This movie nailed the fucking beginning. Yep. Oh. My yeah. God, it, it, so... it
1: opened and it really made you think. Oh wow. Oh, we might be in for something here, and we were. Yeah. But, yeah. But not. But not. Not what we wanted it to be. Um, no, I like the movie worked better for you than it did for me. But this opening scene, I can 100% agree, was fantastic. Yeah. Um, it, it perfectly captured the look and the tone of the first movie, which is what it needed to do. Um,
0: well, the opening scene, like, we didn't really say what it was, it's how they caught him that night.
1: Right. Well, we, we actually opened with, um, allison's boyfriend
0: right find, find the movie itself opens finding hawkins
1: find, finding hawkins yeah who who by the way is alive he
0: lived he lived he got because he's the one that the doctor cut uh with a pen that knife yes. on the neck, and he was laying on the floor bleeding yeah allison's boyfriend finds him and he's alive and we yeah. flash back to the night michael myers was caught you know, the night after he was... Right, there, Halloween
1: they, 1978.
0: Right. So, uh, and we see a young Hawkins basically chasing him through like an alleyway. Yeah. And then they get yeah. to the Myers house, which <laughs> is where he goes back to, which makes sense. Which they fucking yeah. nail, by the way, the house. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's
1: perfect. It's, yeah. a, it's a, like a one-for-one recreation of the original. Yeah. Um, and they go in and there's like a ton of Easter eggs. Like the, the cops, they find the dog that Michael got, that Michael fucking ate. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, they go up to Judith's room, and Michael shows up again.
0: They talk a lot about how he was just staring out that window. A couple people mentioned that
1: mm-hmm. you know Michael yeah, always stared out. His,
0: yeah, Michael always stared out his sister's window. What was he looking at? You know, um, right. Was he looking at the town? Was he looking at his own reflection? They were just kind of talking about that the whole time, and and it was like a really like well done, complicated, different kind of thing than I've ever seen in these kind of movies before. Where the Hawkins partner finds Michael Myers. Michael Myers goes and grabs him and he starts strangling him. Hawkins can't really shoot because, like, his partner's in front of Michael. Michael. Yeah, Michael's behind him with a rope choking him out and he can't get a clear shot. Hawkins winds up shooting his own partner. Yeah. Because he he misses. And Michael. Did
1: not see that comment, by the way. No, I
0: didn't. (laughs) Michael walks out. Hawkins is there with his partner. And the partner's like, did we get him? Did we get him? And it was like, "I kind of got to me. You know? Yeah. He's like, yeah, we got him. And Michael walks outside to just a slew of other cops pointing a gun at him. And yep. fucking Loomis walks in the door. And he's like, yep. it's Loomis.
1: Has he killed again?
0: <laughs> oh, my God, man. I fucking love that.
1: That was the... I don't know how they did it. Obviously, there was CG involved. We Yeah. It was the best version of whatever technology they're using to do that, that I have ever seen. It was flawless.
0: Yeah. And we've seen a lot of that uh, lately with, you know, Star Wars and they did it with Tarkin. Um, They did it with Tarkin. They did it with Luke. They did it with Luke. Yeah. Um, We've seen it done. And this is big, big names, you know, big companies. Uh, And they really weren't able to pull it off that well. This, I mean, also because it was dark, in this movie, so that kind of helped a lot too. Yeah,
1: but he was well lit.
0: The thing that really <laughs> got me was the one thing that you can never really pull off well in CGI characters is the eyes, because you can't really get the reflectiveness of the eyes. There's something mm-hmm. about that part of a face that you can't really replicate with a computer. And people they talk always about that. Dead. Yeah, people always talk about that too, and you could see that yourself. You know, so I've known that was always a thing. They got that really well they did and it like it, it was like haunting you know i fucking love that opening scene honestly it was one of my it might have been one of my one of my favorite halloween scenes in any movie like it was so fucking good
1: from the moment yeah. they get
0: to that house the conflict the fucking mistake that they make him going outside and
1: and they go back to that night a few different they times do. throughout the
0: movie they do they go back to it again specifically when Hawkins is taken to the hospital because obviously mm-hmm. he survived, right? But he needs to be treated. So he's next to Lori. So Laurie kind of has him to bounce off of for a lot of the movie. Yeah. And she's going on about, this is my fault, this is my fault, this is my fault. And he's like, it's not, it's mine. And mm-hmm. when we go back to that scene again, we see that Loomis had the gun to the back of Michael's head. And he like, was going to blow his brains he, out. Yeah, because that's what Loomis was. Like he was like, he has to, like Loomis was like the more like, cool version of like this has to this evil has to die tonight and you have to say yeah. it 20 times in the movie right. He just saw the look on his face and he knew it was a man that was just broken from what he's dealt with with this kid right and he just wanted him gone yep like he knew the world would be better off without him like he was just a fucking he was just a disease yeah you know um michael you're such a disease <laughs> <laughs> and he had to go and it was hawkins that basically is like no don't do this and pulled the gun away right before he pulled the trigger. So Michael yeah. was captured instead of killed. And, you know, that spoke for a lot of the other parts in the movie where... And we're going to get into the, the next part that you want to talk about, I think, for spoilers. Which was mm-hmm. um, Michael successfully turned the town into a monster with fear. Yeah. You, yeah. As the movie progresses, you find out that it's what he did that was more horrific than anything was he made the entire town turn against each other and turn into monsters too. And that's another part I loved about this movie. I thought that was actually done pretty well. It was. And I know you really want to talk about this because you said it just a little bit ago. So you want to talk about that hospital scene?
1: Because that's kind of a spoiler Um, too. It it is. Um, Honestly, this was maybe the most frustrating scene in the movie for me. Actually, not. there's no maybe about it. It was flat out the most frustrating scene in the movie for me. So there's a couple of times throughout the movie where there's this escaped mental patient. Um, my assumption is that he was on the same bus as Michael in the, first, in the last movie.
0: Yeah, I'm um, assuming that
1: he was, yeah. I mean, yeah, he had to be um, at least one of them. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I have to, when I go back and watch the, the other one, I'm going to kind of look for that guy.
1: I feel like he might have actually been in there. It's it's a distinct possibility. Is he the guy with the um, umbrella? Maybe. I, I we'll have to go back and take a look. Uh-huh. Um so you see him a couple of times throughout the movie. You know, he kinda acts almost as a, a, a red herring.
0: Yeah. He acts um, like a, a la Halloween two, uh in a, in a in a in a very different way, but like the 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 wrong guy they were chasing.
1: Oh Ben Tramer. Ben Tramer, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um yeah, kinda, yeah. Um, so, I mean, you see him a couple of times throughout the movie and he, you know, he's, he's just a harmless mental patient. You know, the guy's got obvious mental health issues. The whole angry mob ends up at the hospital. Yeah. uh, And they're at the hospital, uh, A, because they're following Tommy. Tommy goes to the hospital to speak to Lori.
0: I did like that part a lot, by the way. Uh, It was a small scene between Tommy and Lori, but uh, mm-hmm. I really loved it like that that was some of the dialogue that I did like where he was kind of like he knelt beside her bed and he was just like you protected me when I was a kid all those years ago tonight's my time to protect you Yeah, and, yeah. I, and, I, and I thought that actually was a pretty good
1: I yeah I actually I, fe- I felt that and like I just talking too, about yeah. this whole scene I'm like I'm getting a little yeah. a little choked up Um, that was really well done and like I said like I think Anthony Michael Hall really nailed his character you know he, he he. Tommy is not maybe the best character in the movie, but he's definitely not. But <laughs> like I said, I th- I just thought Anthony Michael Hall really did a good job playing that character, and that scene specifically kind of started to change my opinion on Tommy. Yeah. In the movie. Um, but in any case, so the, the 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 whole angry mob ends up at the hospital. Uh, they're all now convinced that Michael's going to come to the hospital uh, right. because Lori's convinced that he's coming there.
0: Which was a Halloween 2 plot device. I'm surprised they brought this mm-hmm. in here being that they kind of retconned Halloween 2, but any case.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it was strange. It was a strange choice, but also, every time they do a Halloween 2, they end up in the hospital. Right. <laughs> So, of course, we had to go to the hospital in this movie. So, in any case, the entire angry mob's there. Um, and they're convinced Michael is coming or Michael is already there. Right. Um, and, by the way, uh, this is where Sheriff Brackett comes in. Yeah, they did the see him.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was that was a nice little cameo.
1: Yeah, he's a, he's a security guard at the uh, at the hospital now. As
0: a retired cop would become at his age. Right, right, yeah.
1: <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um... He's not in it for very long, but he's there. Love you, Lee Brackett. Um, so in any case, um, this escaped mental patient ends up going to the hospital. Um, he's standing uh, like outside the doors. He sees all these people, and he just starts asking for help. like He's knocking on the door yeah. saying, please help me, please help me. And at first the mob, they can't hear him because they're all riled up. Uh, because the cops are there too. the, the you know the current sheriff is there. Yeah. Um, but then people start hearing this man asking for help, and he's obviously a mental patient. He's still wearing, you know the the hospital gown and everything. Yeah, um, and they're like, well, is it Michael? Is it Michael? We don't know what Michael looks like because he's always wearing that fucking mask. And it gets to the point where somebody, I think, just says it is. It's Michael.
0: Right, that map, that whole... and that's
1: all it takes for the entire crowd to turn against him. And this poor old man basically has to run and hide in the hospital from them at some point. Um...
0: And people are like literally stomping on top of each other, oh, knocking yeah. each other becomes... over. And that's what I'm talking about before with a mob like done well. I mean, like these people lose their fucking minds and they become monsters. Like yeah. they don't give a shit about anybody anymore. All because they're afraid or trying to catch somebody or, or, or both. And they're just trampling each other. And it's and it's uh, Karen who basically becomes yeah. a voice of reasoning through all this in the hospital. And I guess that's that's where you're going with the Yeah, thing. that's
1: that's that's where I'm about to get to. Yeah. So he, he's trying he's trying to run and hide. Karen finds him. Um before the mob, you know, a couple of minutes before the mob gets to him, and she tries to like talk to him and say, Hey, listen, it's gonna be okay. I know you're not him. I wanna help you. And he trusts her and lets her help him. He, she basically tells him, Stay here, and she locks both ends of the hallway that they're in. Yeah. To protect him. She, yeah, to protect him, she locks him in. She can hear the mob coming. She tries to stop them and. They're just not listening to her. They either can't hear her or they're just so riled up they don't give a shit. They start uh, trying to break down the doors. Um, you know, they smash through the, the window at one point And this man, this poor man is just trapped. And they're coming in from both ends. He literally yeah. has nowhere to go. And just the, the the fear. You can see the fear in his eyes on, on yeah. his face. He's, he's just... Yeah. That was done well. It was done so well. It was, yeah. And unfortunately, he um, he takes his own life by jumping out a window. I'm sorry. Can we pause for a second?
0: Yeah. all Right. Yeah, I was wondering if that like kind of hit you a little bit, you know.
1: (sighs) Um. Jesus Christ. I mean, this was this was me last night watching it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I it was it was tough to get through. Um, um, it's it's a tough scene to watch.
0: It is. It's, it's a tough scene to watch.
1: It is. Um, you know, unfortunately, the man decides to take his own life by uh, jumping out the window, um, and it's this would have been. So, okay, this is the only scene in the movie that made me feel something. Like, I had a very visceral, emotional reaction to this scene, and it was almost immediately ruined. Because they took a scene, they took something that could have just been left very emotional, made you feel something, just an incredibly sad thing, and they ruined it by... That it, by inserting a shot of his broken mutilated corpse.
0: Okay. That 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 sort of hit me too though. I, I what what about that ruined if you thought it was kind of campy?
1: I I just I just thought at that point it became more exploitation than anything.
0: I see because the scene yeah. was
1: so well done yeah. up to that point.
0: They made it like kind of a mess in the first one and then there's moments like this in this one too where you're right. Like the tone shifts real fucking quick, um, so I get what you're saying with that. I even think of it. Yeah,
1: that. yeah. It was just and that scene. I'm telling you, this won't talk about. where, like, like you said, there's scenes. There are moments of brilliance in this movie, and that scene was one of them. And then they fucking ruined it, and it was so fucking frustrating for me.
0: Okay, that's what you mean by frustration, sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because it was like this. This could have been great had they not done that and just turned it into schlock.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I guess I didn't really take it to that level. I do understand it, and it was like this, like sort of uh, physical. Um, uh, it was sort of this like practical effect, basically, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah, it, it was, it was. Uh, but it still kind of horrified me. I don't, I don't know. I didn't like look at him but like, oh, campy, like kind of silly, like mutilated body. It, it that still kind of haunted me a little bit. And even, like, he kind of made, like, a quick, like, kind of gesture, like, oh, God, like, he he's still, like, a little alive. It, I don't know, I didn't lose the effect as much as you did, I guess, but I, I can't understand that. I, I still kind of felt a little horrified because it was kind of horrifying looking.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're right, it was horrifying looking, but it was also just kind of like, I don't know. It, I, like, I felt like it was almost played for comic relief. I don't know, I didn't get that. I, I'm not saying like full on, ha ha ha, let's laugh at this, but it was almost like. Just because I of the know.
0: aftershot. Yeah.
1: Just, yeah, it was just like, ugh. I can, like
0: right. I said, I can understand that, but I didn't really get that too much.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I just felt like they had so much to say with that scene, and they said it so well that they immediately undid all the goodwill yeah. that they had going for them by showing the body the way they did. Yeah. It, for me, it was the most powerful. Uh, Scene in the
0: movie. We can get to the end, I guess, because that's a big spoiler too. Um, Mm -hmm. We get to the part where um, you want you want to take a break. Are you good?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Let's keep going. You sure? Yeah. Um, So at the end of the movie, uh, they basically figure out that he's going back home, just like he did in the first time, I guess, because that's what they show happening uh, in the opening scene, and that's how they caught him. He went back home. So yeah. they go. They go to his house, and it's uh, Lonnie and his son, um, Allison's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. They go to Michael's house, which again looks great and is occupied, obviously. Um, right. So they they but no longer. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> they go in there and they basically uh, they confront him. He kills fucking basically the father off screen. The kill with. The boyfriend is fucking brutal. Oh, my God. And the camera work is something very different. Yep. Uh They, they basically, he bashes his kid through a fucking banister and just. Yeah. The kind of the, it it just
1: keeps hitting him. Yeah. And hitting him.
0: Yeah. And the camera kind of like follows him like up and down. Like, yep. you know, it's 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 uh, it's pretty like um horrifying to watch. So this, um,
1: this whole scene was very well done, by the way. The, the return to the Myers house.
0: Yeah, it was. Yeah, um, Yeah. so, um, and then and then basically all that's left at this point is Allison, and he's going after her, and we've seen this in the trailer, him kind of plunging the knife towards her or whatever, and she's mm-hmm. holding it back, and she's like screaming, do it, do it, do it. She's not saying do it to him. She's saying do it to her mom. My, oh, you, behind, you can't see yeah. Aaron behind him. Because
1: like,
0: yeah. you see her look behind him, and she's like, do yep. it. And then the mom basically comes, she, she has, she had the... The best kind of moment <laughs> in the yep. in the first one, and it's like the same thing here. Yeah, um, and she gets them with a pitchfork. And uh, actually,
1: she, she has a couple of those moments she does, just she in does. this real quick. She's like five minutes. A great
0: scene. character in this movie. She
1: really is. I character. loved her so much.
0: And it's and it, and it was kind of ironic to me that like the mob had used a pitchfork, <laughs> <laughs> <with laughs> all of Frankenstein, <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> so she takes his mask and basically uh she has him uh, chase her basically through an alleyway and it and the music from Halloween 1 starts to play and yeah. it and it looks and feels like Halloween 1 because of like the distance that's he that he's at and the, yeah. the, the way the camera's kind of, like, showing this chase, it felt very Halloween 1 and in it, and it,
1: and it. Yeah, very similar shot yeah. compositions.
0: I got this, like, welling up. I'm like, oh, man, this is great. This is just like the first movie. This felt like the first movie in parts, especially the beginning and especially this part. Yeah. And <laughs> she she has him uh, chase him into basically a street where everybody's sort of circling him. And it's, she uh, basically the same exact moment as the first one. She's like, gotcha. She says the same thing. Gotcha. Yeah. And this mob... Uh, surrounds him. Well,
1: she used him.
0: to beat the shit out of him. Well, right, <laughs> well so kind of. Th- there's a small moment that I really loved. Really, really loved. I don't know if you felt this way or anything about it. But she throws his mask down in front of him and she's like, gotcha. And the whole entire mob, including Tommy, is surrounding him with baseball bats and guns, fucking everything. Yep. And there's this moment where he just sort of slowly bends down, picks up his mask, and puts it on. And it was like this... And the feeling I got was like, if you want to take me out, you'll have to take me out as this thing you were afraid of, not as a regular man. Yeah. Like, and that's what I got. I'm like, it was chilling. It was a chilling moment. And they all surround him and they basically beat the shit out of him. Yeah, Sh- Shoot him, beat him. Um, we're getting flashbacks basically of Lori explaining to us what we already kind of got. And got well, which was the town's becoming a monster because of what he's doing to it. I didn't need her to say that, but whatever, it was fine.
1: Yeah, it was, ex- it was just ex- needless exposition, but they, you know, they're paying Jamie Lee Curtis, so.
0: Um, so they, uh, you know, they, they beat him up, and uh, and it feels like that's how the movie's gonna end. I kind of thought at that point, I'm like, all right, well, they're gonna capture him and he's gonna escape, just right. like he did the last time, and just like he's done in every sequel. Um, and that's not what fucking happens. Uh, <laughs> at all and i really was upset by the ending because the cops are basically at the the myers house um you're, you're i can see the look on your face <laughs> the cops are at the myers house um they're all kind of just gathering their shit you know uh j um i almost fucking said jason <laughs> i know I just- <laughs> holy shit Oh, man, I'm fucking tired. Um, Michael Myers is on the floor, basically beaten, broken, supposedly, or so we think. Um, He gets back up, and he just eviscerates this fucking mob. And it's done well. It's different. It's all these close-ups, and Uh blood's kind of hitting the camera, and it's sort of slow-mo, and he kills Tommy. Um, So it seems like he kills Tommy again the way they shot this it's unclear what really happened, but it looks like he kills Tommy.
1: Yeah, I took it as he's dead.
0: Yeah. And, you know, Karen goes up to the Myers house. Well, Karen's at the Myers house and she goes up to the, the, the window.
1: She doesn't know this is happening
0: outside, by the way. No, no, they don't know because it's, fur- it's further away. The cops are basically there just sort of getting everything together. Um, right. And they're basically saying, yeah, the mob caught him because he was on the ground beaten and broken, you know, at one yeah. point. She's up in the in the sister's room, what was the sister's room, and she's looking out the window. And, um, oh, by the way, before she goes up there, you actually see him in the little clown costume, like briefly. Looking out the window, and I thought that was she's
1: she's she's on the ground floor looking up at the house and she sees uh six year old Michael, like a reflection of six year old Michael in her window.
0: Um yeah, so she she so she goes up there and now she's looking out the window, this they keep like I said before, they keep talking about him looking outside in his reflection. Mm -hmm. And um he's fucking there. Yeah. He comes up behind her and he kills her. Yeah. And that's how the movie ends. With, well, the movie ends with Jamie wow. Lee Curtis' character, with Laurie looking out the
1: hospital window. And Michael looking out of Judas' window.
0: All right, look.
1: And Somewhere did, Out There plays... Did you, did you think about Anakin <laughs> <laughs> No, I, honest, I, I honestly... My, my first thought was An American Tale.
0: Oh, no. All right, so we both got... To a different place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I needed because I was upset that that character died. Uh, yeah, so. And was she I. dies like the sister, like this POV stabbing shot. Yeah. You know? See, here's the thing.
1: The first. Oh, one... wait, hold on. I gotta stop you right there. Yes, she dies like the sister in this POV stabbing shot, but wasn't there also something very psycho shower scene about it? Yes, there was. Because that was my first thought. I was it like, oh, my God, this looks like the shower scene in Psycho. It did.
0: And I just watched this. I just watched Psycho recently um, for October. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so that was fresh in my mind. So I did think that, um, 100%. It was a great death, but I was upset that she died. Me too. They made her such a great character. She was involved in so many great parts, especially what you were talking about before. She was a big part of that. I really wanted to see her in the next movie. I really, really did. I, I love Judy Greer as a comedian or a comedy actress because that's mainly what she does. She's a funny woman. I love her in woman. general.
1: I think she's great. I would put Judy Greer in everything.
0: She was great in this. Um, and this was definitely like, she was the shine out role in this 100%. And I was really happy yeah. about that because
1: uh, she was a great character. The movie, I, was ups- you- I was upset, but I kind of had a feeling it was going to happen.
0: Yeah, I, didn't, I don't know if I saw that coming. I didn't mm-hmm. think that they were going to kill her off. I was a little disappointed with that. Not in a bad way. I just was upset to see the character go. Which is what you want, right? You want us to feel something for your victims. Some of them, not all of them. All in all, um, you know, I like this movie. I thought it was pretty good. Um, There were some things that they nailed. The atmosphere was great. The kills were pretty good. Um, It was scary. They got a lot of things right with the mob. Um, I just didn't love a lot of the dialogue. I thought... It, the tone shifted a little bit too much. What I did appreciate um, was the humor was cut out, which was great, because the humor didn't work in the first one at all. They, they got rid of a
1: lot of that. Uh, they, got, they got rid of a lot of it, but it was still there, and what little was there was still not very good.
0: Well, right. It just, I was happy to have a lot less of that, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the opening was amazing. It was a fucking an, an amazing scene. Um, it really made the movie... Yeah. Uh, a lot better for me and the ending although i was disappointed to see that was good yeah the movie did feel like it wasn't really a movie um at times because it was this you know open-ended kind of thing where it's the middle part of a of a, of a trilogy and it definitely did feel that way it didn't have to feel that way but it did um so you know you have this big cliffhanger which whatever it's 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 good you know um I don't really know where they're gonna go with it I mean I guess just Laurie hunting Michael down and they're both dying and she basically says in this movie like they're both gonna have to go together um, yeah but they've opened up a lot of other stuff now and I don't know if they're gonna be carrying that out or carrying it out well um, with the whole town becoming what it became. They could really nail this ending if they if they if they pulled off a great third movie. They can nail the the themes they were going with in this one. They can nail the ending because traditionally Halloween uh, storylines they do not fucking stick the ending at all. Nope, like, not even a little. Fucking Halloween Six, horrible. Uh, yep. Halloween Resurrection, atrocious. Like. Mm. And I guess the remake, too, is weird, you know, when they ended that one. So they never stick the ending to Halloween, so I really hope that they do that with this. And, you know, all in all, I, I'd say this is actually pretty good. I was pleasantly surprised. I felt, like you, I was going to be very disappointed by this movie, and I wasn't. Um, I thought it was good. I I enjoyed it.
1: Okay. Okay. And listen, I understand why you enjoyed it, and um, I understand the reasons that you feel it's better than the last one um listen I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it um you know I I thought it was all right for what it was I don't think it was better than the first one there are things it was just a very frustrating movie a very frustrating movie for me because I feel like for, for everything they got right they got nine more things wrong um and anytime they did anything great they almost immediately ruined it with something stupid Um, I'm not saying that I'm not going to be able to watch this movie again and enjoy it, I probably will I think this is I feel like by the time all is said and done like once Halloween Ends comes out I'll be able to watch this as a trilogy as its own trilogy and kind of enjoy it for what it is but for right now I'm just eh.
0: Okay, I get it Having lowered expectations definitely helped I can tell you that much
1: Oh yeah, definitely Like I said, I was not disappointed by this movie
0: but if you just like Halloween films because you just like what they are, you know, like a slash movie taking place on Halloween, and mm-hmm. you like the particular look of the character and, and the look of the other movies, then you'll probably enjoy this movie. I don't think anyone's going to hate it. I know it got really no. like, ripped apart by critics, but the slashers always do. So I didn't really take yeah. that as anything. We didn't really rate the first one. If I had to rate the first one, I would say the first one's probably like like a 5 out of 10 Crumbling Pumpkins. <laughs> okay. I would give this movie like a 6 Flaming Kung Fu Firefighters out of <laughs> 10. I'd give this movie a 6.
1: Uh, I'm going to i I'm gonna give it like a 3. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, maybe, maybe a 4. Maybe like a 3.5 or a 4. Okay. Uh, I, I would have to do a second viewing to, you know, really kind of sort myself out with it. Yeah. But... I
0: think maybe seeing it all together is going to help too. Either... Yeah. But solidifying one way or the other, either us not liking it at all or, you know, whatever. Right. I'll put it um, this way. My, my curiosity is a lot more piqued with the next one than it was seeing the first one.
1: You see, I, I kind of feel like it, it just needs to be over. Oh, right. Just, just like, release the damn movie. And,
0: oh, uh... I do, too. <laughs> I do, too. But I want to see it where... First one, I'm like, I don't even really care. Like, you don't have to make another one. Now, at least, I'm like, all right, let me just see where this is going to go. But it does feel extremely fucking dragged out at this point. I mean, like, yeah. you're three movies on one night. Like, all right. This <laughs> <laughs> could have been cut to one movie, I'm sure, you know?
1: Probably, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, then. Until,
0: uh, uh, until, until next time. All right, man, I'll talk to you soon. All right, man. all right, bye. Bye. Hey, guys, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, and Apple iTunes. So if you guys want updates on the show, please follow us on our social media sites, and make sure to tune in every Monday night for a new episode. Thanks for listening, guys, and good night.
1: So long, everybody.